It is Tuesday, August 2nd in the MLB, and I'm Austin from Calling Our Shot. And I'm Logan from Calling Our Shot. And we are back with our three best picks of the day. we got a favorite gameplay, we got a favorite player prop, no one first inning, and our hit streak props coming your guys' way. As always, guys, just a real quick favor and hit that subscribe button. It takes 0.5 seconds out of your day, and it really does help Austin and I grow this channel. I mean, Austin's talked about the added incentive. So really, guys, just do, do us that favor. You guys in the community have been amazing all year long. And I don't want to be annoying and pound the beat, pound it into your guys' head, but like I said yesterday, we're donating ten cents for every single subscriber we gain this month, and we're going to be donating that money to St. Jude, which uh, fights child cancer, child cancer. So if you hate child children, then I don't know what. Then maybe don't hit the subscribe button. Go down below, smash that subscribe, and we certainly would appreciate it. We're going to hop into a recap from yesterday before we get controversial. We're talking to recap. It was a one and two day, one of the more brutal days we've had, not in, from a unit standpoint. Just from a bad beat, because we had the Kansas City uh, Chicago White Sox under great call, Logan. No sweat bet. John Gray, he gets injured in the second inning, and then our nerfy ends via an error. And, and you would think Patrick Corbin, he threw an absolute masterclass in the first inning, but Max Scherzer, the one that allows the run, technically didn't allow it, technically, because it was an error. But our hit streaks do extend. Logan's going to go for a full week today, and then I will be going to day four, so we'll definitely hopping into those. But my last two notes is just that our odds jam parlay is live. So you can check that out. I think it's the top link in the description. And we'll have an underdog parlay later on this morning. So if you want to sign up for underdog, use code COS for 100% deposit match. We certainly would appreciate it. It's free money. Take advantage of it. Use code COS for that link in the description. But Logan, you've been on a pretty good run. What do you got for the people this Tuesday uh, morning? Yeah, let's keep it going with the first five picks, right? Because those I, I find an edge there against the sports books. And we're going to the Rays versus Blue Jays. And I'm taking the Rays plus a half. In the first five innings in this one, currently minus 115 odds on FanDuel's your best value. As Austin's pulling up here, pretty standard across the books. Wouldn't take it on MGM. I don't know why they have to juice it like that. But look, I, I love the I love the raise and I love the, the plus a half first five bets. It's one of my favorite bets to make because a win or tie through five innings will cash this this run line. More, more times than you guys will realize, a team that's the plus a half sometimes just wins the the first five outright. It ha- it happens a lot, and I and I love the Rays in this spot to do so. Right, they've got Rasmussen pitching and two point oh nine ERA at home and a and a point eight three WHIP at home. Those numbers are amazing, guys. You know, having a you know barely above two ERA and a WHIP solid below one. You love to see that. Rasmussen also he, he has faced the Blue Jays four and two thirds innings pitch one earned run. Five and two-thirds innings pitch one and run versus the Blue Jays this year. Two very solid outings. I, I, you know, and what's also worth noting, Tampa Bay won for both those first fives that Rasmussen has started versus Toronto. So once again, he's a pitcher that is familiar with this, you know, Toronto lineup. I hope he's able to navigate it. Uh, and, you know, versus the Blue Jays, he's been really solid, right? Rasmussen, a, a 1.06 whip versus the blue jays we know the blue jays are a team that loves to just start the hit parade they just love to you know have runners in scoring position and they have been really good at knocking them home but rasmussen is is pretty good at, at limiting those hits and walks and that's what we like to see and i pulled the, the toronto hitters uh splits versus rasmussen right vlad Guerrero jr two for 10, only batting 200. Springer, one for seven, 143. And, and Bo Bichette, one for nine, 111. So you see, you know, to me, the like big three of the Blue Jays order, that they're not hitting Rasmussen very well. He should be able to, you know, fingers crossed, uh, get get through this this Blue Jays lineup. They're daunting offensively on paper. I know, I, I know what they do, but they also, you know, sometimes just don't bring the bats. They, they might be a little bit sleepy today. Now, who's pitching for the Blue Jays, right? Uh, Gossman. 5.74 ERA in his last three starts, a 1.6 whip in his last three starts. 
yeah, I mean, you look at those numbers, you're like, that's not the the Gossman Toronto's paying for, right? You know, it's it, it's not. 22 hits allowed in his last three games. I mean, that's the the race should be able to maybe start a hit parade against Gosman today. If you don't know what a hit parade is, by the way, that's a baseball term. It's just when someone gets a hit, the next guy gets a hit, the next guy gets a hit. And then, you know, it's what Patrick Corbin always does. You know, he saw it again last night, but I mean, Gosman lost both first five run lines to Tampa Bay, you know, in, in those two starts versus the Rays, they lost four to one and two to nothing. So the Rays have been able to put up some runs on, on Gosman. And I, I like them to do so today. Tampa Bay, you know, if, you look at their season stats you know how they hit in the trough they're not great right they're they're middle to back of the pack but tampa bay did hit 265 at home last month in july i hope they can kind of carry that over you know into august not not a ton of plate appearances either for these uh, tampa bay hitters versus gossman it's not like i can pull stats i mean for a guy that's like you know seen him twice but i really do like the the rays in this one to either tie or be leading through five let's go Rays. let's cash that austin what do we got for hit streak today so before I hop into the hit streak, you guys have been having a lot of fun with it. I do want to note tonight, today's the trade deadline. So we already saw a ton of moves on Monday. We're going to have a trade deadline video live later tonight. Probably live, I don't know, maybe 7.30, 8 o'clock. You'll be able to see us kind of talk about all the different trades that happened, what we think were the biggest moves. So definitely check that out. should be live later tonight before tomorrow's video, obviously, in the morning. But moving on to the hit streak, Logan, I got to start with your play because you're on day seven, trying to go for the clean sweep of the week. You're going Jeff McNeil and the flying squirrel, as you like to call him. Minus 320 of the Mets, hey? I respect it. We're going to be right rooting for McNeil to hopefully get Logan to day eight. I want to be going to a guy by the name of Paul Goldschmidt, the, the front runner for NL MVP, minus 240. He was 0 for 5 in his most recent game. Got a day off. I think he gets it done today. So, Paul Goldschmidt, Jeff McNeil, we're relying on you. Now, moving on to my pick, I'm going to be going to Zach Allen of the Arizona Diamondbacks, taking his under four and a half strikeouts. It's currently minus 126 on FanDuel. A couple other books, a little bit more juice, minus 140 on DraftKings. I'd probably go up to minus 140. Don't think I've laid any more any higher of a juice because it's a strikeout prop. They're hard to hit. And I'm going to take unders from going forward because I got wrong by John Gray yesterday. And while he wasn't necessarily pitching the best he's ever pitched, but still had three strikeouts into the second inning with only about 45 pitches. So certainly could have done it. Just never got a chance. Now, look at his last four starts, five, seven, five, and seven Ks. So hit the over in all four of those starts. You'd be like, all right, well, they're giving me plus money on the over. I got to hammer the over. Say not so fast. He's had some good matchups against the Giants, which he faced twice, a team that strikes out almost the most in the MLB. The Nationals are a team that doesn't strike out a ton, but they have some bats in there. That, that Those numbers are due to climb a little bit lower. And then you got the Rockies, a team that also strikes out a good amount versus right-handers. Now, today's going to face the Guardians, a team that strikes out the fewest per time per game in the MLB. In fact, they only strike out 7.02 times, and that number goes down to 6.16 at home. Spoiler, they're at home today. Now, the gallon has gone under five, four and a half strikeouts in five of his eight road starts. So he's had a little bit more control at home. Obviously, they're on the road today. And you look 17 of the last 25 starting pitchers that are right-handers, which gallon is a righty, going up against the Guardians have stayed under four and a half Ks. They had Davies go yesterday. He only had one K. Granted, he did pitch only about two or three innings. So the gallon, he has outs prop at around six innings pitch. So I'm not fi- I'm not mad if Gallon goes out there and throws six innings pitch. Hopefully, we see the Guardians just swinging at some early pitches in the counts getting him some easy outs or maybe we're making him work and maybe drawing a couple walks we do look at the guardians team that doesn't say swing actually the second fewest at the first pitch the only team that's sitting there waiting for the first pitch to come through kind of see exactly what he's going to be throwing so they could run up his pitch count a little bit. That'd be fine with me. I do think Mr. Zach Gallon. I think you're going under four and a half strikeouts. So we'll be taking that. That doesn't hit a K prop. We might go back to game picks for myself. But I also had another lean. I don't want to take this one, but Christian Javier, 
I think he's got a good chance of going over seven and a half Ks. His outs prop was 17 and a half. And if there's anything you know about outs props, they're normally pretty sharp. You see a guy ending at 17. The problem with Javier, he hasn't been even close. He's barely been pitching five innings pitch. So the fact that I think he go, they think he goes six innings pitch today, pretty good indicator. I think Javier is a pretty good day against the Red Sox. We also don't know who will be trotting out there for the Red Sox in terms of, you know, lineup. So we could see a lot of different lineup changes throughout the day. So don't be forcing a ton of bets. We could see Juan Soto traded. We'll talk about all the different big moves later on tonight. So definitely check that video out when it goes live, probably around 8 p.m. Eastern time. But Logan, I think you know what time it is. I think we need to grab those flags. Because after yesterday, man, yesterday was a brutal beat. I know you, you're still down bad central. We're all down bad after that error, the first error by the Mets outfield this season. A brutal one. So we got to bounce back today. And we're going to, since the Mets couldn't get it done, we're going to go to their crosstown rival. Mariners versus the Yankees. We're taking no one for standing plus 102 on FanDuel. Now, we say plus money on a Nerfie, pretty solid. Sometimes you might think it's a little bit suspect, but you know what? It's a coin flip bet. We've seen Nerfies happen in Coors Field. Those are like plus 130. So definitely bound to happen. And the reason we like this one right now on the mound for the Yankees will be Jamison Tyone. He's 14 and 6 on no one first innings. Hasn't been the best, hasn't been the worst. He's 4 and 1 in his last five Nerfies. So pretty solid. And you know, the Mariners offense, 16th and first inning runs. A very mediocre right in the middle of the pack offense. It's worth noting, Julio Rodriguez, probably the front runner for the uh, Rookie of the Year award in the, in the AL. He's not out there. He's going to be out on the IL with, I believe, he's just got a swollen wrist. He got hit in the pitch a couple days ago. They've been without him for two games. They've only managed to score two runs uh, in each of those games. So struggling offense without arguably one of their best hitters. So I think we can get Tyone to get me those first three outs. But, Logan, who's pitching for the Mariners? Because we're going to need some a good uh, pitching out of him. Yeah, and, and I can trust Logan Gilbert, right? Great first name. Of course we can trust him. 17-4 and four on, on Nerfies this year. Logan Gilbert has, has, has been really solid. Now, I know you're going to ca- immediately counter. Logan, Yankees are, are first and first inning runs. Yeah, I know. But like as Austin always mentioned, it's a coin flip bet. You think that the team that's always first and first inning run scores a first inning run every single game. That's not always how it works. And they are first because usually when the Yankees do score in the first thing, it's it's multiple runs. So that that's that, you know, d- doesn't account for like how, how many times. I mean, look, look at the top half of the order for, for the for the Yankees. You got LeMahieu and Judge. They've seen Logan Gilbert before, and he's gotten the best of them. You know, over the both of them are 0 for three versus Logan Gilbert. Look, at the end of the day, the over-under is set to eight and a half. For what that matters, I mean, that's kind of probably why this is a plus value nerf. They they have to set it that high because the Yankees offense is great enough to, you know, explode for eight runs themselves. But against Logan Gilbert, I think he's a good enough pitcher to target in this spot. And and uh, Nerfy Nation, I think we're we're gonna be able to fly the flags. I mean, yesterday, oh my gosh, I was actually sick to my stomach. I had to take a lap around my my where I live. I just had to walk outside, get some fresh air. I was like, I was so nauseous because that shouldn't have happened. If you were watching the game, you already know Nerfy Nation. Patrick Corbin did his job. So at the end of the day, I it re- reminded me, and it should have reminded Nerfy Nation that this is a really fluky bet at the end of the day. So don't don't put your next paycheck on it. Just. Don't do it. Let's find the flags, though. And it stunk because our one lean, which we wanted to make the official pick, we didn't have a line for in the beginning of the video, of course, naturally hit with the Marlins or Reds, which we talked about that. So hopefully you took advantage of that one. Today, we don't mind that Guardians versus Diamondbacks. No one first inning. Gallon, we don't want him to strike out the side, but you know, if he wants to go get some easy ground ball outs, we're fine with that. But those are going to be our plays of the day. Now we're going to roll into a parlay of the day. It's going to be Guardians' first five money line, like we've already kind of talked about. Gallon, they are trotting out Tristan McKenzie, so we think they have a good chance of winning that first five. And then we're taking Royals just to cover the run line in the first five. 
plus 257. Parlay of the day has got a good chance of hitting. And like I said earlier at the top of the show, Underdog Fantasy Parlay. Coming soon. Be in the pinned comment. Check it out. We appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. Trade deadline video later on live tonight. Definitely check that out. Appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. Austin Logan. We'll catch you guys again later.